He goes, Bronco just got a call from the manager of the Fairmont. They're threatening to kick us out of the hotel on game day because of your <laughs> stunt here on whatever social media network this is now. I had to go back to the Fairmont and, and basically kiss ass to the manager, like pleading for him not to kick us out of the hotel on a game day in the National Hockey League. The guy who plays two minutes every week almost got his team kicked out of the hotel. I just jumped out into the crowd and started running towards them. So as I got the puck, all of a sudden I got rolled over. Here's Kretzky, at the line, oh, he hit! Kretzky really bounced by McCreary and he is hurt! It was his last shift in the NHL. <laughs> Never played really? again. Don't you ever let that bird stand in your crease. If he's there, you run him the f- over. He was a beauty. I'm James Duffy, and this is Beauties, Hockey's Greatest Untold Stories, the podcast based on the book of the same name, which is now available. We're not going to share all of the book's stories on the pod, just a few. Today's tale, Biznasty's Last Dance. Paul Biznasty Bissonette's hockey career could have ended multiple times in multiple ways. Like, say, when Biz almost gets his Phoenix Coyotes kicked out of a Winnipeg hotel on a game day. Well, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, I was in a little bit of a grumpy mood, cause, probably because we landed in Winnipeg and it was freezing cold <laughs> outside. So we stay at the Fairmont there. I get up to my room and I look on the, the nightstand and there's a, a little bottle of Fiji water. And uh, there was a tag on it for, and it said $9. And I'm thinking to myself, $9 for a little bottle of Fiji water? And then I took a picture of it, posted it on my Instagram, and I wrote, off Fairmont. So I go to sleep, wake up the next day, go to pregame skate, happy-go-lucky like I always am on the ice. We're snapping around, boys are having a good time, the morale's great. And, you know, as usual, Tipper comes up to me and says, hey, Biz, you're not playing tonight, you know, like, just keep the boys light in the room, blah, 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 the same talk I was Okay, sure, and, you know, of course, Tip, you know, like, you know, hopefully we're going, we need a big win tonight. So I get on with my usual bag skate with the assistant coach. Well, halfway through the bag skate, Tip come, comes out to the gate and, and waves the uh, assistant coach over, and they have a little powwow. So then uh, Playfair comes back over, and you can tell that that the, something that the aura had changed. <laughs> something something was different about his presence now because we would used to joke around, and he seemed very serious. And then I also got heart, skated very hard after that little meeting they had. So I'm trying to think, what the what, what happened here? And then he taps me on the shit pads off the skate and says, hey, Tip wants to see you in his office when you're done. So now now my heart's starting to race, and I'm wondering, what have I done? Have I been tweeting anything, out, anything stupid lately? <laughs> nope. Uh, have I said anything stupid on the radio or something? Nope. Well, I walk into his office, and our, our team uh, travel guy's there, and which was odd that he was in the coach's office for this meeting. And he's pacing back and forth, and he has to sit down, and he points at the screen, or his computer screen, and he goes, what the f- is this, this, and it, sure enough, it was a picture in the water bottle with with a tag on it, and it said F*** off Fairmont." And he goes, he goes, Bronco just got a call from the manager of the Fairmont. They're threatening to kick us out of the hotel on game day because of your <laughs> stunt here on whatever social media network this is now. I had to go back to the Fairmont and, and basically kiss ass to the manager, like pleading for him not to kick us out of the hotel on a game day in the National Hockey League. Some guy who plays two minutes every week almost got his team kicked out of the hotel. By the way, Biz says for the record, 
I love the Fairmont. He learns fast. Or Biz's career could have ended after he went on a date with a porn star arranged by a Phoenix radio station, and she called the radio station the next morning to give them every uh, detail. It happens to be the morning of a game day in the middle of a playoff race in the year that the Coyotes end up going to the conference final. So not great timing, Biz says. He gets to the rink that morning, and everybody knows about it, and the coaches are like, eh, heard your friend on the radio this morning. Biz figures he's in trouble, but somehow they keep him around. In fact, Biz finds a way to stick around for a dozen years in pro hockey because of his fists and the fact that teammates and coaches just love him. These boys want to settle the score. Bissonette, and they drop the net. Bissonette and Reeves. Well, Bissonette's got him right in the top of the jersey. Uh, Bissonette, oh boy, throw it hard. Overhand, left. Bissonette with some lefts and rights. Bissonette goes down on top, which pleases the crowd here. Bissonette has been a good teammate all season for the Coyotes. In the end, it's not a tweet, an Instagram post, or an attention-craving porn star who finishes him. It's an injury. Make that two. Or more accurately, one injury in two places. It'll make sense soon, I promise. And it leads to one bizarre career finale. Biz spends his last three pro seasons with the Los Angeles Kings farm team in the American Hockey League. He wins a Calder Cup with the Manchester Monarchs in 2015. And the Manchester Monarchs will go out on top. They are the champions of the American Hockey League, the winners of the 2015 Calder Cup. And scores his first career professional playoff goal. Not a big deal, as Biz likes to say. Not a big deal. With the Ontario Reign in 2016. The Kings had moved their AHL team from Manchester, New Hampshire to Ontario, California after that Calder Cup winning season. The next fall, the Reign are playing an early season game against the Charlotte Checkers when Biz does what Biz has been doing for a dozen years. Biz and this guy Kyle Hagel, their fighter, have a riff going the entire game. He was their fighter. Sure shit, we ended up scrapping. I think it was... Um end of the first period. This is a big time heavyweight battle here. And when I went back to throw a punch and cock back on my right leg, I just, I felt something go. So I ended up going to the penalty box. I go, um, we finished the period. I go in the room and I, I tell Mirzi, I say, hey, I said, my knee feels a little weird. I, th- I think I might have tweaked it. I finished the rest of the game on that weird knee. Afterward, he, he had the doctor play around with it, and, he, and the doctor said, he goes, I've been doing this a long time, and he goes, I think you might have torn your ACL. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that me just cocking back to throw a punch did that. Anyway, fast forward, um, I go to see another doctor the next day, and they have this test for the ACL that they use. And he said, hey, he goes, I've never, I've never seen um, an ACL move 11 on the scale or wherever it was uh, around there and not be torn. You're at about a 16 or 17. Well, I go get the MRI torn ACL. Yep. He tore his ACL, cocking back to throw a punch. Biz was already pondering retirement at the end of the season. This clinches it. He's done. Almost. My trainer said, hey, listen, why don't you just try to prehab it, come back, finish the season, and and you know, and then and then retire and, and go out the way you want to go out, which made a lot of sense. And guys had done it before. Actually, I didn't know how many soccer players actually played with torn ACLs. You just got to make sure the muscles around it are, are firing at all times. So that's what Biz does. 
He spends the next two months healing and strengthening his leg before returning to the rain lineup. And on his first shift back, the knee pops again. Back to the gym for another month of careful prehab. His next return comes against the San Jose Barracuda just a few weeks before the playoffs. There's about 200 fucking people in the building. First period, I end up controlling the puck and I get hit and I feel the pop again. But this time, obviously, on the other knee. So I remember skating by the bench because a whistle ended up going and I, I, it was a TV timeout and I went over to the bench and I looked at Mirzi, our trainer, the guy who told me to prehab it and, and finish the year. I said, hey, Mirzi, I said, I may have just torn my other ACL. <laughs> and he looked at me and he goes, get the fuck out of here. I go back to the locker room and I, it, it was actually my MCL and ACL. And I knew that this one had torn because it was even worse. And the craziest part was, is I finished that period. I had about two more shifts. I was like Bambi out there. I couldn't, I couldn't stay up longer than about five seconds. So I was inflicting even more and more damage on myself. I ended up going in between the, the first and second. Mirzi takes my thing off. He does the same test to where they move it around that the doctor done. And he goes, Christ, dude. He goes, this one's moving around too now. I, I'm pretty sure that you tore this ACL. Mike Stuthers is the head coach of the reign. He coached Biz back in junior with the Owen Sound attack, and he is the guy who brought him back to Manchester after the NHL no longer wanted him. Stutzy walks in after getting win from, from Mirzi, and, and uh, you know, as, as funny as it all is that this is the way I went out, we, we really had a moment. Like, I broke down, he started crying, and, you know, it was, it, it was tough. They both know this is the end. Wait, this is where we need to define end. Yes, this will be Biz's final game of pro hockey. Of course it will. He has two torn ACLs. But Biz being Biz, his final game isn't over just yet. I ended up putting my, my shin pad back on, and I went back on the bench, and I, I kind of asked him, I'm like, hey, can you play me a couple more shifts? Shoeless Joe Jackson meet Neilis Paul Bissonette. He's somehow back on the ice with ligaments dangling like spaghettini in both legs. Well, the next shift... Um, I ended up fighting Zach Stortini. That was my first shift in the in the second period. And after I got out of the box, I think in the third period, I actually probably played the most I'd ever played in the third period of my life. Once again, falling down like Bambi all over the place. I might have had four or five shifts. There's one last thing the story needs. The Hollywood ending, where wounded Roy Hobbs, blood leaking through his jersey, goes yard and turns the stadium lights into fireworks. Here it comes. Third period, rain down 2-1, looking for a hero. Paul Biznasty Bissonette, wobbling around on two torn ACLs, fires a laser pass to a teammate who is wide open for a backdoor tap-in. And goalie stones him. They end up losing 4-1. Oh well, we tried. It, it was it was an emotional ending, knowing that, you know, all those years, you know, you'd you'd spent training and and the come up and accomplishing your goal by playing in the NHL, it's just like all of a sudden, boom, flatline. It's it's all over. And and looking back, I'd, I'd want it no other way because it's kind of a cool, fun story to go out on. He got to win a Calder Cup. He got to play in the National League. One time, Nicholas Lidstrom said to him in warm-up, hey, I love you on Twitter. And he got to fight Zach Stortini with no ACLs. What more can a kid from Welland, Ontario ask for? Apparently... Lots more. 
After he retires, Biz gets a job as a radio analyst with the Coyotes, joins a little show called Spittin' Chicklets, helps turn it into one of the most popular podcasts on the planet, and basically becomes the king of hockey media. Not a big Beauties is written by me, James Duffy, and produced by Christoph Mamona with the support of TSN and Bell Media. The book Beauties is available wherever you get your books. I think you'll like it. And don't forget to listen to our after show, Rubber Beauties, with the cast of the Rubber Boots podcast. You can find it where you find the Rubber Boots pod. Beauties. They call them beauties. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They pay that game.